five drive. Catch up. Tim Ballard, um, it's such an honor to talk to you. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. This film, Sound of Freedom, is inspired by your real-life story. How do you feel seeing your life and work depicted on screen? Well, it's, a, it's, a, it's very strange. You know, it's surreal to, to watch it. Um, so many scenes in the film were filmed on location of, you know, where the places at where we actually were. So it's, there's a very realistic part of it. There's another part that's less real because it's not you. You're watching an actress play your, your wife and your kids. It's kind of, it's a strange feeling, but overall it's, I'm grateful for it because um, it is a story that gets people's attention. And that's important. If we are serious about fighting human trafficking, it's, it's very important that people even know it's real. Uh, one of the greatest challenges over the last two decades in my fight against human trafficking is waking people up to it. People don't want to talk about it. Some people don't want to believe it's real. And since we have a this is, this is based on a true story. Um, I mean, there's even real footage at the end of the film that people see. Oh, my gosh, that, this did happen. Uh, it's, it's waking people up. And it's, that's going to be a major part of the solution. And like you said, it's a film. It's not a documentary. So there are some fictional elements. But how accurate is the film in terms of what really happened? So certain liberties were taken. A lot of those liberties uh, I asked for to, to protect identities of, of children, changing locations, merging two different stories together that weren't really merged in real life, things like that. Um, and, uh, but, but, oh, but in the end, all the kids you see are all real children. The bad guys are all real bad guys. They're all based on real characters. At the end of the film, you used to have cards at the end that showed where they are today. This guy got so much time. This guy went to jail for this much time. You know, even the, the and also the good guys were here where they are today. So there, there used to be a lot, uh, a, a lot more kind of verification, but that, that edited down for to stay in time. But uh, so it's, 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 it's accurate in terms of, you know, what happened to the kids, who the bad guys are. Uh, it's, they, they play with timelines. They play with, um, Again, they they merge three different stories. Actually, they're true, and they connect them all, even though they're not connected in real life. But individually, they're they're very accurate. And a little bit of a spoiler here, but I believe the necklace in the film was real as well, and a little boy did give it to you. That's right, and that's one of the pieces I thought they should not include because it seems too sensational, and no one would believe it's real. But the the director decided to put that scene in anyway. It is real. I actually have the necklace today. The kids, the kids uh, didn't want it, didn't take it back from me in the end. But I have it. Probably a good thing I do because uh, I have the, the the haters out there have tried to pretend I'm lying about such a thing. And I said, well, here it is, and you know, I don't know what to tell you. So, um, uh, but yeah, that that's a very realistic piece that that's was, you know, a powerful piece for me personally. And I'm sure you've seen some absolutely terrible things, but what are some of the positive memories that you have from the work that you've done? Well, you, yeah, like you said, you wade, you wade through a lot of, of really bad things and bad thoughts and bad places to find children. Uh, and the reward, of course, is seeing them free, which I've, I've been able to witness on multiple occasions when you see that they know that they're not going to be in this anymore. They're out of this and they're being... They're, they're safe, they're protected. So that makes it all worth it. The other piece that makes it worth it is 
especially when I started doing this on the, on the private in the private sector as opposed to the government, I could start talking about it. So I got to see a lot of really good people come out and stand up and be a light. And I'm seeing that now more than ever, thanks to this film, that there really are a lot more good people in the world than bad people. When you work in my industry, you start getting backwards in that thinking. You start thinking that the most people, most people in this world are horrible human beings because that's the world you're in. <laughs> and then you start to realize once you get to kind of stand on the public stage and yell out to everybody about it, which I was never really able to do until the film came out. And then I changed my opinion. There's, there's, a, there's a lot more good people than bad people. That gives, so that, that gives hope. Yeah, and and the, like you mentioned earlier, there is some real footage in the film of, uh, for example, kids getting snatched or arrests being made, which is so scary. Um, what can the person sitting at home or watching this film, what can we do? How can we help? Well, one thing everybody can do is tell their friends about the problem, uh, tell their friends about uh, the movie, and even more specifically, I would, I would hope that people would go and attach themselves to some group out there. There's, th- there's thousands of anti-trafficking groups today. Find one that you like. You know, the, the one that I am spending most of my time promoting right now is called the Spear Fund, um, thespearfund.org, because it's, it's, a, it's a fund that, re- that collects resources and then deploys them to any and all of the best rescue or- and rehabilitation organizations around the world. So... It allows us to be the experts to make sure the money goes to the right uh, places to, to, to get the kids out. But I would encourage anyone to go anywhere to any organization because all these organizations, or most of them are doing very amazing work, but they just, they're underfunded. And did you ever get scared working undercover? I mean, it's, it's super dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Always, you know, always, uh, always before, Usually afterwards, if I see footage or I watch the, the movie Sound of Freedom, then I think, what was I thinking? Doing this or doing that. But I'll say that I'm not, I'm not scared in the middle. Um, I'm a person of faith, and I, I'm a, a prayerful person, my, and I feel that God protects me and my team in, those, in the middle of it. We stay calm. We see clearly. Um, it's before and after where you get to recognize the miracle that it was when you were in it that you were able to perform exactly as you, you, you planned to. And so there's that faith element that, that's, for me, personally, super important. And you chose Jim Caviezel to play you in the film. What do you think of his portrayal of you? Well, I think, he, I think we made the right choice. Yeah, he was my first choice, largely because of what I just said about, <clears throat> about the faith, because that's a very important – you can't – I can't tell that story. My wife and I can't tell that story without – <clears throat> without the you talking about faith that drove us that that you know the, the and, there, and there's a it's not a faith-based film by any means i don't think so but there's there's lines in there like god's children are not for sale you know um and i wanted someone to play me who was also a person of faith and my wife and both jim caviso and mira servino well well frankly they're on opposite sides of the political spectrum they're both very, very faithful Christian people. And, and that was important just because, you know, I remember the director saying that the greatest thing that Jim brings to the film is he can say more with his eyes than he can with his mouth as an actor. And people can call that what it is. And when you watch the film, you'll know what I'm talking about. 
um, to me, that is the faith element. That's the part where that's the spiritual communication that Jim, as an actor, is able to pull off. And he'll tell you that that it is, in fact, God. It is, in fact, the, the Holy Spirit that allows communication through his being. I mean, that's that's what he'll tell you. And I believe him. Yeah. And, and you mentioned as well, uh, it's not necessarily about politics. You've said a few times that um, it's about the kids at the end of the day. It doesn't matter which side of politics you're on. That's right. Unfortunately, <clears throat> everything's been made political these days. And so it's, 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 it's created quite, quite the political stir, at least in the United States. Um, and, you know, a lot of the media outlets that on in October of 2014, when when the operation depicted in the film went down in real life, they uh, they all reported very kindly and glowingly of this story. What happened? And ten years later, the very same outlets in the United States are changing their tune and acting like it didn't happen, or maybe or maybe it's not so bad. This problem of child trafficking, and I mean, you got the you you got the UN reporting on how maybe it's time to decriminalize sex with children. You know, maybe, and then you, you start seeing all these political agendas attached to kind of, in my opinion, enslaving children in the name of liberating them, whether it's through sexualizing them through highly, highly inappropriate material, giving to third graders in the name of, 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 of sex education, or whether it's, you know, the 85,000 missing children that showed up at the southern border and were released into the United States, given to whoever came to pick them up no background checks nothing so there's a lot of issues right now politically in the united states uh, uh, around children and, and and pedophilia too you know they're trying there's a there's a pretty big movement in the united states to change the name of pedophile to minor attracted persons so we don't hurt the pedophile's feelings they want to they want the pedophile to be a protected class like they want them to be part of the lgbtq community well fortunately a lot of the community is pushing back and saying no you don't get to be in our, you don't get to be one of us. You're not a protected class. You're, you want to hurt children. So there's a lot of politicization around the film because of that. And and they're trying to discredit the film. They're trying to lie about me. They'll lie about the movie um, in an effort to, to not have these conversations. Well, and on that note, why would you say it's important for someone to watch this film despite the controversies and the fact that it is difficult subject matter? Well, first I'll say this, the controversies I think are helping drive ticket sales because people are seeing the negative and saying, well, how could you say this? And, you know, they call it QAnon or conspiracy theory. And then they go watch the movie and there's nothing in there that's political or conspiracy theory. And so they're thinking, so it, it actually drives interest. And it's so they're, they're doing us a favor, but, um, uh, but it's, it's such an important film because people should go see it because they need to know how to protect children and how can you protect children if you don't even know what the threat is to children? You know, most people don't know what the threat is. And, you know, there's been some pushback from some people in the space of human trafficking that say, well, that's the, the kind of operation that you see there. That's, that's a very small percentage of the type of trafficking, you know, on a macro level. And I agree but that isn't 10. If, if, if it's 10% of the cases and there's millions of children, that's still hundreds of thousands of children who go missing and go trafficked that way. So it's still a story worth telling. Um, I, 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 last year I put out a documentary, I executive produced with uh, Nick Nanton and DNA Films called It's Happening Right Here, where we explain how it, what it looks like in the United States. So we're very much a proponent of 
showing all the different ways. Um, but but this is the one that got the people's attention, and it's and it's it's, it's serving the cause well. Awesome, Tim. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it, and I'm wishing you all the best. Thank you very much. Catch up from some of the best moments from the Five Drive team by going to Five FM's Catch Up page on the Five FM app or Five FM.